Hey there, piss freaks. Today's episode is brought to you by Studio Headphones. Tommy and I both have a pair of Studio's stylish headphones that also have studio-quality sound. A lot of headphones look cool, but don't sound so good. Studio strives to solve that problem and succeeds. These headphones make it easy for us to listen to music in all four ways that it's possible. Our listeners get a 15% discount with promo code BAND15 at studiosweden.com. That's BAND15, capital B, capital A, capital N, and a capital D in there as well. And uh, the number's 15 at studiosweden.com. And for our New York piss freaks, come see Stand By Your Band live at Caroline's on Broadway December 21st at 9.30, where we'll have stand-up by Mark Norman. Ooh, Joel Kim Booster. Wow. Ooh. Oh, shit. Mike Leibovitz. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> and, of course, Tim Allen. <laughs> and Tim Allen will be selling cocaine outside <laughs> at the merch table. Uh, we'll have more uh, We'll have more along with that, and we'll be doing some guilty pleasure songs, sing-alongs. Get tickets at carolines.com with promo code MOMMY. For eleven dollar tickets, is that Are still we our promo code? Mommy? I think we should keep it. Yeah, mommy. I didn't realize that until I started. This. Well, that's our. You made it weird thing. <laughs> keep it, mommy. Keep it, mommy. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hello there, pissheads. How's it going? Welcome to Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, uh, first of all, and welcome to Stand By Your Band, the podcast where we have guests come on who talk about music that they enjoy that society doesn't like so much. (laughs) (laughs) I am, of course, joined by my my co-host, Tommy Mack Weldon McNamara. We're not. We have nothing to do with Mac Weldon. Hey, we're brought to you by Tommy Mac Weldon. Tommy Mac Weldon, Young Sheldon McNamara. <laughs> we should get Young Sheldon on board. Yeah, I'm Why not. Yeah. All right. Hey, if you are someone who works for Young Sheldon, please contact us immediately. If you're at one of nine one one. Oh man, we uh, we have a lot to get into today. Let's introduce our guest, the wonderful Julia Claire. Hello. Thank you guys very much. Good to be here. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. You having a good little day? Having a great little day. I did. No, I went to work and then I I came home and that's pretty much it. Now I'm here sitting with you two. That's wow. a fine day. <laughs> and we dressed up for you. We and, did. Uh, We're both wearing pajamas. <laughs> yeah. This is 100% true. They are both wearing PJs and this is not the first time no. that I've come <laughs> over and that that's has been the case. They wear PJs. <laughs> PJ's <laughs> project living at the PJ's. Is that a wow, thing? What is that? I just made that up. No, no of course that's a thing. It was the Eddie Murphy <laughs> cartoon on Fox. Ah. It was like I think it was like claymation or some shit like that. They really wasted a lot of clay on that piece of shit of a show. <laughs> <laughs> that was good clay. Think of the mountain that had to be. <laughs> that, was, that clay was only uh, surpassed by the wonderful Clay Aiken, of course. Of course. Who uh, should have beat Ruben Studdard, according to our alt-right following. <laughs> we have a big alt-right following. Who wanted him to literally beat Ruben Studdard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right. Um, Tommy, how's your day going? You had a little show tonight. I I don't know why I keep calling everything little. I had one of my silly little shows. (laughs) That was good. It was fun. Sorry to anybody who went to that. uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was a good time. And uh, now I'm very tired, but I'm here. Hey, we're we're all we're all here. I'm happy to be here. This is the first time we've seen each other in like weeks. This wow. is our first conversation in a long time. This is I yeah. love that we saved it for the mics. I gotta confront you on something, you sick fuck. Okay, so what <laughs> happened was Tom made his TV debut during this break, and oh I... oh my god, I totally forgot. Oh my god, it literally. It, I don't want to. It's weird because you're like right next to me, but sincerely, it was so good, and it was such a delight to watch. It was amazing. Oh, Everyone should you, watch Julia? it. Everyone watch Here's why I disagree. <laughs> now, <laughs> I was on Laughs on Fox this week. <laughs> Everyone watch Tom's Conan set. It is a delight. Well, Tom's oh. mad because I had a bunch of me and the Piss Boys. We all, uh, at the same moment he was on TV, we got our Keurigs. And we, uh, <laughs> we smashed him in the street. <laughs> That's why I'm mad. That's yeah. it. <laughs> So we do a little thing on this show where I post on Facebook. Uh, every time we do this podcast, I post, uh, do you like this band? Like today we did with Vampire Weekend, who we'll be talking about eventually. Um, I post, do you hate, do you hate Vampire yeah. Weekend? Why? Tommy, the day of my Conan set, goes, when are you going to post about it? And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't feel weird or whatever. I might wait until after I tape it just to make sure I'm happy with it and stuff. And then you're Which like, was no. a crazy thing that's to say. I know, that's thing stupid. To say. Yeah, yeah. That like was as stupid. If, if you didn't post about it, no, no one, one would have seen see it. it. Yeah. I know, but it just feels weird to be like, I'm doing this thing. And then you're like, yeah, but how did it go? Like, I don't know. It felt weird. Anyway, I, I ended up posting about it. But I, I, said, I said to Tommy... What if I posted, do you hate me being on Conan? Why? And Tommy goes, oh, the comments you'd get would be so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but I also was kidding. I wasn't really going to do it. And you were like, we were like, uh, people are definitely going to post that on whatever I post. And so I post uh, something like, I'm going to be on Conan, like... Let me know if you want me to like sell merch I or something like that. I deserve this more than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I think you said that I was your post. Yeah, that was what it was. It was very humble. And then... Tommy is the first comment on there saying, do you hate Tom being on Conan? Why? He gets like 160 likes on this shit. And everybody's like, this is better than the original post even. Oh my God. I got to read all this shit. People are like, Tommy should be on Conan. Now here's why I did that. Yes. Uh, To teach me a lesson. To save you from yourself. (laughs) But no, imagine if somebody didn't like got all those likes, you'd be so mad. You would, you'd be so mad. <laughs> it was the ultimate backstabbing. No, it was the ultimate sacrifice. It was that like, right? If Jesus was alive, or if he were alive, either way. If he ever, who says I, he's not? I think though. he is alive. That's a very good point. He's alive in my heart. Damn. Sure, he could be so on much. a bus. On a plane, a train, <laughs> well, an automobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, some some would argue that Jesus is God. Wow. Like in Fight Club. Is that what happened in that? Yes. Mm. Act uh, one. <laughs> scene one. Jesus Act God. one. Also in the Bible. <laughs> Not just Fight Club. The original Fight Club. <laughs> it's true. Fight um, Club part one. The Bible. <laughs> I uh, I will say... Uh, not to talk about the Conan thing too much. I mean, we can talk about it. Why would you not talk about, about it? Uh, it's boring. It's the these fucking thing. piss freaks. Fuck they want to hear about urination. And, uh, and Tom's acting it. humble. He's wearing a Conan shirt that's signed by uh, Jay Leno. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know 
why our mics keep popping so hard. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Um, yeah, so I found out less than 24 hours in advance, which is crazy. I, I got a call that it might happen, and I was like waiting to find out, but I was like on very little sleep because I had done Douglas movies before I flew out to LA. And so I had to fly out at like five in the morning, slept for like an hour, get to LA, and I'm like, fuck, I had to like be at this thing. And then I. I was like, I got to sleep in the hotel. And then my manager was like, hey, if you could do this, would you be able to? Like, if they wanted you to? And I was like, I don't know, actually. There was, like, a time Mm -hmm. conflict thing. I was like, I can't believe I might have to say no to this. And then it worked out, like, it worked out where I could say yes, but then I had to wait to find out if it was actually happening. I guess Conan doesn't like half-Indian people. It's, like, a (laughs) weird thing, but... (laughs) Well, I heard it was coming. It was either going to be you or Dat Fan. That's right. <laughs> Dat Fan, go grab me. Dat Fan. But they decided that um, Dat Fan was too alt. And right. <laughs> they need someone more mainstream like you. That could really... Is Dat Fan still around? I am very mainstream. Oh, yeah. What's he up to? Um, Let's making, check in. Making pilots? Ahead, Tommy, do an impression of it. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, I'm setting you up. <laughs> this is like I did improv uh, with a past guest Nick Nanny uh, oh recently. And during one scene, he walked up to me and said, Hey, it's Louis C.K. <laughs> and made me be Louis C.K. And then the next scene, he said, Where are we going in this cab? Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> That is so funny. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> He's right. Best man. Uh, that's so funny. So I get the call. I, I go to sleep while I'm waiting to find out if I'm going to get this or not. And I wake up. I'm sure that I dreamt the entire thing. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, that was fucking stupid. Why would this happen so like randomly? And then I get a call that it's happening. I was like, oh, shit. I tell Tommy first. Uh, I tell, Ooh. I think, Connor second. And then Jared, Jared Thompson third, who uh, who we'll be talking about soon. Jared, within a couple of hours, decides he's flying out to L.A. overnight. So crazy. It's insane. Uh, but it was the nicest thing probably anybody's ever done for me. Um, Tommy didn't even send a fucking card. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that would be that? so weird <laughs> to send a card. <laughs> I have noticed that card in uh, Dwayne Reed, though. It's right next to Get Well Soon. Is a good job on going. <laughs> So many people getting it this day, they might as well. No, <laughs> no uh, so yeah, so I find out what I'm getting. I have to like, I have one chance to run it. And here's this is the craziest thing to me, but I don't know how the comedy store works. But uh, I think you go there and buy comedy. <laughs> that was stupid. Um, no, I they I have one spot at the comedy store that night in the belly room, and I show up and I'm like, this is my only chance to run this set. I get there and I'm like, hey, do you guys have like a lineup? And they're like, yeah, you're actually up before the show. <laughs> I was, up, it was an 8 p.m. show. They were like, you're up at 7:50. Oh my so God. we're no one's gonna bring you up or anything. You just have to walk on stage and go, and oh. you get seven minutes. I was like, so I'm running this the coldest way it could possibly <laughs> yeah. be, uh, which was nice because I was like, oh, if any, and while people are sitting down. And uh, they think that How'd I'm like about to make an announcement. It went okay. It, was, it went nice. well enough where I was like, oh, this could work. Yeah. And so then um, I go to sl- I try to sleep and stuff. The next day, I'm like getting ready for it. Connor Delante, uh, sweet boy, sweet drives boy. me all around. I got to buy clothes and shit. And then um, it is weird you sat in the back seat. I did. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm on TV that day. He's uh, yeah, it's his birthday, but fuck him, you know. <laughs> 
he's a straight white man. I'm tired as shit. <laughs> no, he he was wonderful on that day, but uh, and that day only. But uh, so then, I am ang- I'm a little anxious, sure. but I'm I'm trying to do some bits and stuff that. Uh, I get a text right before I do it from my friend Kim, who I love to death. She texts me, hey, what channel and time are Conan on? No. <laughs> I swear Sincere? to God. Sincere? Yes, sincerely. It was so... F- it's the funniest thing I've ever gotten from anybody. That is amazing. She, it's only she could text me that where it's funny, because she just stay high, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was so funny. And then, uh, yeah, we were doing some bits in the green room. They made me bark people in. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> um, I was thinking, because they have guitar here. They have NBA 2K14 in the green room, Whoa. so I beat the shit out of Connor at that. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, yeah, being there is very weird. It doesn't feel like you're doing what you're yeah. about to do. It's very odd. Uh, but it was a great time. What and, kind of uh, snacks they got? Honestly, a little let down on the snacks. Interesting. I, they did provide me with a little thing of uh, Chicago-style popcorn, which is funny because Django Gold gave me... Uh, that Garrett's, yeah. Garrett's. Mm-hmm. They had Garrett's. In the car. So did I just really? finished a fucking thing of Garrett's. It's sitting right there, yeah. <laughs> but it says it's the only thing in the green room that says Conan on it that's for you. So I was like, fuck, I have to well, lug course, this yeah. canister of popcorn across the country now. <laughs> I almost had to check a bag. I, ended up, it was, I just carried it on the plane. I look like a dumbass, and it says Conan oh, on it. Oh, yeah. So then I'm like, it looks like I'm waiting for people to ask me, like, oh, where'd you get that? Um, yeah, I will say everybody always talks about, like, getting shitty youtube comments i've been checking a little bit shouldn't i know the one comment that i've gotten that's negative so far i'm sure it'll be more worse by the time i check again was the this person saying um didn't laugh once it seemed prepared (laughs) (laughs) i read that one yeah i read the comments too i read the comments on all Mm -hmm. uh, on all of those i do too yeah, I was like, that is the best mean comment. I've it's ever so seen. funny because it's like, sorry, I didn't riff my TV set, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I will. I learned a lesson from you, Justine34. <laughs> I, I don't know what their name was. I'm Tommy sure it was a dude. Piss Man 32 oh, shit. whoever that was. It's all adding up. It's some guy who loves piss. <laughs> One of your fans, probably. I still don't get it that it's you. <laughs> It'd be so funny to see someone do a stand-up set and walk out there like, can I get a suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that would be a good opening. Damn it. <laughs> Um. Anyway, that was my yeah. That was my trip. It was nice, and then I had to rush to do another set right after that for the NBC Stand Up for Diversity, and they're wonderful. So wow. follow them on Twitter, NBC. <laughs> it is the funniest Twitter going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What a fucking crazy week, and now yeah. I had to come back to this dumb shit podcast. Hell yeah. No, we should say uh, thank you to everybody who came to our live show so in Chicago. Fun. That was such a fucking great time. Uh, so crazy that people came. I don't think they knew what a podcast was, but <laughs> it was very fun. It was really fun. Where did you guys do it? Uh, the Lincoln Lodge. Oh, uh, My old home show, which is a new yeah. venue, and it's a new room, and I like it a lot. Really? I, I think it was great, perfect size for us. Oh, it was and, perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be back at Tommy's old stomping grounds, which used to be an Indian burial ground, he would stomp <laughs> around on it because he didn't respect Indian people. It was fucked up, so I'm glad he found a new stomping ground. <laughs> 
Are we going to put the stand up on the Patreon? We're talking. Uh, about we it. might. Maybe. We're waiting Maybe. to find out if uh, so this diva will let us put her stand up. Well, yeah, we did have no, uh, Aretha Franklin did a set. Yeah. We're not sure <laughs> if we could have it. Uh, I haven't asked him, but we'll just put his up. Oh, I no don't, one no, cares. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be putting the stand up on the uh, from the show because me and Tommy and uh, Tim started the show off, and uh, and our other uh, our diva guest. No, she was wonderful. Alex Cuban, follow her up. Very good. She uh, wanted to, yeah, she wanted to hear the audio reasonably. So I'm not sure if I want mine on there to be up. <laughs> no, we're gonna do. It. We're gonna post on uh, Patreon.com/slash Stand By Your Band where you can hear bonus content. From me and the piss man himself. <laughs> the piss and poop man now. <laughs> there was a moment, so Tim McLaughlin walks up with two Gatorade bottles, and I go, like, what's going on with this? And he goes, nothing. <laughs> and it was to make a piss joke during me the and, show. T- me and him had planned that for, like, two weeks, and he's so stupid that he shows up, and he's like, oh, yeah, I should probably, like, get some Gatorade. And he can't hide it from you that, uh, he's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> Have you met Tim McLaughlin? Yeah. At Mayor of Fartown. Yeah. I don't know why you'd follow it, but (laughs) you could. Chicago is a utopia. Yes. It's the greatest place on earth. Mm -hmm. But you are Mm -hmm. a Boston legend. Thank you so much. That is how I demand to be introed everywhere I go. Uh, (laughs) Boston legend. They call you uh, female Mark Wahlberg. Yes. They call her the original JC. Oh, there's that's never, true. There's never been a JC before me. Wow. Nope. Ever. Not JC Chavez. Not not Jesus Christ. I thought it was Chazé. Is, is that Chazé. it? God damn it. I thought and it was the thing is. that it is. I was talking about someone else. <laughs> JC Chavez. Yeah, yeah. Brother a, of Hugo. He was a... Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Spanish superstar, JC JC Chavez. JC Chavez. JC Chazé is the best singer in NSYNC and every day that Justin Timberlake's career is better than his uh, is an injustice <laughs> we gotta get more of these NSYNC guys in Woody Allen movies uh, yes. that's what I've been literally that movie looks so bad it's insane how it, bad the trailer is no the trailer all of the acting up even sort of Kate Winslet looks bad in it. It's like everyone else is like dragging her down because fucking Jim Belushi is in it's it. Jim Wait, which Belushi? Movie is? Wonder Wheel, the new Woody Allen movie. Oh, I have not seen. Dude, From the looks, looks of it, Jim Belushi is the lead. No, he is. Oh he's, no, he's like the male lead. It's like him and Kate Winslet, and then uh, the narrator, I think, is Justin Timberlake, who's playing mm, a lifeguard. lifeguard yeah. I heard that uh, Justin Timberlake's <laughs> acting is unwatchable and. I ha- I just really I, hate I like him in social network. No, he he's not job. good in social. You network. think he's bad? He's unwatchable. He's so he's so clearly Justin Timberlake all the time. Damn. He's very good on SNL because I think he has no time to think and he's just like going. And I think he's really good in sketch. So he would have been good in Don't Think Twice. Oh my god! <laughs> Where he could have been on Weekend. No, Live. he would have been. Even worse on in Don't Think Twice, 100%. Like, no question. He would have been hamming it up so much. I can't watch him. He's He makes me furious. Oh, wow. I, I really... Yeah. I'm an alpha dog fan. Oh, my God. Please kill me. <laughs> Tommy can't watch him because he gets too hard in the theater. <laughs> Wait, my favorite Justin Timberlake acting thing ever is I haven't even seen this movie, uh, but the trailer for the movie In Time... Uh, Do you remember this? In Time was oh, a movie yeah. where time was, was in, currency. Who was the lady in that? Um, it was like a lady lead, too. Was it, there. Was it, just, uh, it Blunt? Was it Blunt? That might be right. Uh, I cannot remember. I do remember the trailers for In Time. But there's a part but... where he's at a coffee shop and he goes, 
four minutes for a cup of coffee? Oh my god! <laughs> my favorite thing ever. He needs to go away forever. Why won't he just leave us alone? I just want. I want. Oh, you're gonna peace. piss some listeners off here. Um, I can't believe Jim Belushi is in a. Jim Belushi is. is he's Allen not just in it. He is like the male lead. Is this what Woody Allen does now? He just takes like Andrew Dice Clay and Jim Belushi. No, I think it's because fewer and fewer people will work with him now. That's my theory. Maybe, but I mean, he still got. <laughs> he's still got fucking. Uh, you know Selena Gomez and yeah. Timothy Chalamet for his next. <laughs> oh, is he in the next one? Yeah. Oh shit! And I, then the next one after that, Dustin Diamond is the star. <laughs> Please, Screech, come out of your trailer. We need to start shooting. <laughs> Don't try and fight me again. <laughs> I uh, I was seeing Lady Bird for the second time. Beautiful film. Oh, and uh, two times. I love Damn. it. And uh, <laughs> so they're they're the guy working the movie theater. Uh, he's kind of a talk- talkative guy. I'm wearing a Cubs shirt in Chicago, and he sure. wants to talk about the Cubs for like 10 minutes. I'm like, you must see a thousand Cubs shirts a day. There's just no way that I'm the only one. He calls me Ernie Banks. We're both white. He calls me Ernie Banks, who is a black player. What the fuck? He goes, hey, Ernie Banks. I was like, okay. And uh, then, so I'm finally walking in. I'm like, yeah, I'm seeing Lady Bear. He's like, oh, I love it. I'm like, yeah. And then he goes, I have some eye candy in that, huh? And I was like, what? Like, this is weird. And then he goes, yeah, that Timothy Chalamet. Ah, that's <laughs> pretty like, good. This is just bizarre, though. Timothy Chalamet is very hot and mm-hmm. also he's so good and lady he's so good in both i haven't that. seen call me by your name yet it's i've seen it i've seen that one twice which uh, is about tom changing his name right exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey really quickly ernie banks speaking of ernie banks have you guys seen that movie about him ernest goes to the banks <laughs> <laughs> it was the first part of the occupy wall street movie. <laughs> um so, yeah, so uh, you saw Lady Bird twice. Well, it was a whole thing where the first Someone time Marsha and I it. saw it. Yeah, and, and then you wanted to be able to focus because women be talking. Women be talking. Oh, this guy kept pacing up and down the aisle, and we like kind of freaked out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. you were saying that it was Lady Bird. God, okay. movies are scary crazy, now. Yeah. Every movie's scary now. <laughs> the reason why, part of the reason why I saw Call Me By Your Name twice is because the guy who was sitting next to me the first time I watched it just kept going, Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing happened to me I saw American History X with Tom and he kept <laughs> what? He the well there were thing. some hot scenes in that movie there's a sex scene but- that I remember as a kid being like what the fuck is that sex is that what that is <laughs> shit girl give me that skin head <laughs> <laughs> but I probably will see call me, call me by your name at least, I gotta see it. At least a few more times <laughs> Really What's your number one of the year? Is that it? That's probably I would say We're at that time now. We're yeah, December. Everyone's naming um, their favorites. Yeah, I think I actually think on the whole, for all the performances, I think Lady Bird is better. Mm-hmm. But I like was obsessed with the book "Call Me by Your Name," ah. so I think the first time I watched it, I was like kind of mad. I was like, "This is not as good," but I. It's one of those things where I'm like, this should have been a miniseries. <laughs> I'm like, I would be the only one who would watch this. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what I was saying about the SpongeBob 3D. <laughs> <laughs> the book was better, bitch. <laughs> this is my favorite Don DeLillo. No. Uh, so wait, here's a question. What's your favorite, as a Boston woman, uh-huh. favorite Boston movie? Oh, okay. Because um, I love Boston movies. <clears throat> I do too. I'm a connoisseur of Boston movies. I have seen them all. 
I've seen, you know, the classics are Mystic River. Uh, sure. The, the a lot Departed. of Dennis Lehane uh, yeah. books <laughs> adapted into things. <laughs> Mystic River. Uh, the Good Will Hunting, obviously. I think The Departed is probably, start to finish, was probably my favorite. Mm, especially that last Watching yes. the rat run across the window. That's your favorite part. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the symbolism is a little much. Uh, it's a little heavy handed. No, I, yeah, I think that one's, I don't know. Goodwill Hunting doesn't do it for me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun movie to watch, I think, at a certain age. Yes. Like, I loved it when I saw it. I can't picture yeah. myself watching it now. I was really into it when I was a, when I was a tween. Oh, uh, yeah. I was very moved by Robin Williams. Uh, his, had to see about yeah. a girl. <laughs> a lot of powerful movies from that are based in Boston, oh, yeah. like uh, Gone Baby Fever Gone. Pitch. <laughs> <laughs> that changed my life. I'd never had a fever before. Yeah, yeah. I just like all that stuff about Catholic people molesting everybody. That was a subplot, right? And Fever Pitch. Oh, wait. Uh, I forgot about Spot- Spotlight. Spotlight is technically, an incredible movie. It's, yeah. it's, that's probably the best That one, one felt a little on the nose with the preacher <laughs> fucking... I think that Fever Pitch is a better one where if you look in the windows... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, as I've said before, you can't spell Drew Barrymore without Roy Moore. No, shit. Does that hold them? up? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> kind of close. <laughs> I think Ray Moore would fit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. We should talk about uh, <laughs> your should. day, Julian. <laughs> we should, we're 25 minutes in. We should maybe touch on Vampire Weekend a little bit here. We got a lot to cover. Let's uh, let's start with, uh, with Jer Bear's voicemail just to get it out of the way here. Jared Thompson is, of course, friend and foe of the podcast, <laughs> even though I'm going to still call him foe, even though he flew across the country he to, went to hang town. out with me for three days. Oh, yeah. All right. So here is our friend, Jerry Barry. I got to turn this all the way up so I don't forget. Headphones in. All right. What's up, y'all? It's this week they went to Jared. When Tom texted me that uh, they were going to have a guest on Defending Vampire Weekend, he also wrote, yes, they fit the premise, Jared. And I understand why he felt like he had to say that, because they're not Maroon 5 or 311, where, like, the average person thinks that they're terrible. I think that the average person may not know who they are, but there's a lot of people who like them, probably more people that are that know who they are like them than hate them. But... I feel very strongly that he's right, that they definitely are hated, and I feel sort of less comfortable about my position on them as I did maybe three or four years ago. I think that in a lot of cases, you know, I'm critical of bands being white privilege or, you know, artists having this just, like, devoid of blackness or non-whiteness in any way, and they definitely fit that bill. John Roy has a great joke where... He's talking about, I think, the Decemberists, and he's like, they're as if black people never existed. And I listen to a few bands that are that are like that, and this is one of them. Um, I think that all of us sort of have been thrust into a much more political viewpoint uh, over the last few years. Like, I definitely was very political as a kid, and I sort of softened on that. And I think that bands like Coldplay and Vampire Weekend, and to a, to a certain extent, The Killers, who we covered a few weeks ago, kind of sort of fed into that uh, guard-down era. And before that time frame, and now I listen to much more uh, thoughtful music, and I think that uh, 
Vampire Weekend, I have to admit that when they come on certain songs and albums, I like them. But it definitely feels less. It's very, very similar to La La Land, the movie, where it's like I'm watching it and all I can think about is that Donald Trump is our president, and it just feels totally <laughs> uh, just de- devoid of any sort of substance. And I think that va- va- that va- Vampire Weekend is sort of the musical equivalent to La La Land, where it's like, yeah, it's good, but they just they're kind of douchebags, and they kind of are just totally ignoring history in every way. So, anyway, uh, I like the band, but fuck it. Thanks, guys. I think that there's a lot of fair points in there. I also will argue, though, that their last album came out when Barack Obama was in the White House. <laughs> Things, it was a different time. There was uh, We could all be a little more frivolous with Actually, our art back then. All of their, their albums came out during the Obama presidency. Is that right? Oh, actually, oh, no. Shit. The first what's the first album see. is 2008. Is like yeah, but before because they were like November. becoming. But wasn't like Jimmy Carter during Iran Contra? <laughs> How you guys doing? Come on, <laughs> I'm gonna throw my beer. In. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I get like I want. I'm very curious as to what they're going to do. Yeah, with their next album. Um, and I, I mean, it kind of sucks because the whole. Uh, Rostam is not going to be a part of it. Yeah, his so. uh, his other music is really good. It is, and he says he's still going to be like collaborating with Ezra or whatever on, and he's going to be like a collaborator on it the album. Just sucks. Something. I think he's better than Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we'd put that in there somewhere. That was that was good. <laughs> you must have that written down. <laughs> oh, it was good riffing with you. <laughs> oh shit. Now we just have to fit in this Toad the Wet Sprocket <laughs> reference somewhere. Jared um, said a lot. Uh, he was talking like faster than normal. I think he's <laughs> become self-conscious about the time. <laughs> he sounded like uh, what D- Tommy's dad accused him of being, which is on Fast Forward on this podcast. <laughs> but not like the whole show, just, just, just my your part. Which is true. I do speed up Tommy. I think that he uh, takes up too much time on this podcast. Man. What do you mean <laughs> by that? By the way, really fast, uh, T- Tommy's dad is so funny. Uh, but I was because uh, people have been like writing on my wall or whatever for the Conan thing, and uh, and then um, somebody, uh, some random person that I don't really, I don't even think it's somebody I know that well commented on it and then that was where tommy's dad wrote on it yeah, <laughs> like yeah. commenting on someone else's post that neither of us really know <laughs> he was like hey i have some notes for you <laughs> which is very funny i hope my dad and that guy become friends <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so yes jared did say a lot yeah there was a lot to cover for sure it's a lot of basically what people say about vampire weekend mm-hmm. all the time which is why i chose them and basically it's the review at large is just like this is how white privilege sounds Mm -hmm. (laughs) but and a lot of people i think really love their if they do like vampire weekend they like their most recent album the best modern vampires of the city and Mm -hmm. i don't and i think that their first two albums are way better and that's like a lot of what you hear on their first two albums and see in the videos is what people really hate about them. And that's like what I loved about them so much. (laughs) I've like seen them three times in concert. The first time I saw them 
I think my friend and I like dressed up in like our preppiest clothes oh, yeah. to go to their concert and it was the best time. <laughs> it was the best time of my life. Did you pop a collar? Um, I must have. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I definitely had a sweater around the neck. Were you wearing oh, bow sure. shoes? You're still Always. wearing oh, you were in boat shoes Always, right now. Always, baby. Oh. <laughs> I remember I I had boat shoes around the time that I was yeah. like super into them, and I got so much shit about it. <laughs> and I was like, I like them. Who cares? They're great. Like, People the used difference? to call him Drew Sparrymore. <laughs> they did. Oh, my God. They actually did call me that. It's really <laughs> fucked up that you'd bring that up. <laughs> they'd call me that, and they'd, they'd beat me with an <laughs> oar. They'd say, hey... You, you you love boats so much. How about you take this beating from a, a an oar? <laughs> it's eleven eighteen. <laughs> I used to yeah. I used to think that a shirt that didn't have a polo logo on it wasn't nice. Right. Like I was like yeah 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 one hundred percent. I was totally in that for a while. Yeah. It's funny. I didn't know what nice clothes were. I only knew that I liked the look of spa- like the Sperry's with like a with like a short pant or whatever yeah. so i was like oh i'll get those but then i would just wear like a i'm with the i'm with dumbass shirt <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't have normal clothes. i just got all my shirts from goodwill <laughs> and then i had too big of jeans right. all the time For i looked sure. like fucking Boat shoes are insanely comfortable they're so comfortable. yeah I mean, they're good they're, they're pretty much all i wear mm-hmm. and they're like the only shoe that i feel comfortable wearing without a sock and right I'm like, that's For sure. sometimes you get it yeah like anything else i'm like oh, what am i doing i'm ruining this shoe i really feel one with my boat shoes mm-hmm. um and i always have and that's why i continue to wear them so that's why vampire weekend is my favorite band <laughs> i think i stopped when i heard megan kaylee's joke uh, yeah, I she know. calls them like the official shoes yeah. of date rape and i was like oh, i can't oh god <laughs> <Do> I? <laughs> yeah. just kidding you well you oh, could yeah. still you've heard yeah. that though right I must have. I mean, it's definitely like a fratty shoe. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, no. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Of course. And then that's associated with day rape and right. stuff. Uh, <laughs> Which is very point, much, a, very much my aesthetic. Honestly. <laughs> very. I will say, I do think it was fucked up that uh, when I was trying on Sperry's, uh, the salesman yelled out to the back, we're going to need a bigger boat shoe. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought that was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast sucks. <laughs> um, let's get into. So you were so wait, into. Do you yeah. have any? What are the other two times you saw? Them? You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, so I were these all in Boston? No. So I went to school in Baltimore, and two of the times were there: ah. the Merriweather Pavilion in Baltimore, and uh, one of them was. Just their, I think Beach House opened for them. Oh, the first nice. time I saw yeah. them, which was oh, great. that's funny that you say that. I, a friend, so I loved Beach House and Vampire Weekend yeah. when I was in uh, college, and I remember a friend of mine being like, "Fuck Beach House!" I saw them open for Vampire Weekend, and it was the most boring concert I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, "That would be such a dream for me to go to that." Honestly, I think you're an they're idiot. not. I didn't think they were that good live. Get the fuck out of our house! <laughs> <laughs> I love Beach House. You know, I, I I think I saw one time, another time that I saw them, I saw like Crystal Castles open for them, and mm-hmm. they were bad. They were Damn. like really fucking. I only bad. heard one Crystal Castles song, and They're I was like, really, I don't really see bad. D- diving live. deeper, yeah. Beach um, House sing that song. She's a beach house. <laughs> <laughs> She's depression cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting it all teen bloom. Um. Wait, no, Teen Dream. <laughs> and then there's Teen a song Dream. called, there's an album called Bloom. Man, yeah. 
there was a those two albums sound exactly alike. Oh my god! People get mad when you say that, but it's true no, though. It's true. Um. Anyway, yeah. So you saw them live yes. with uh, Beach House. Yes. And then, and then I saw them uh, at the. It was like it was another show in Baltimore called like Virgin Mobile Free Fest or something like that, where they were headlining it, and there were like a bunch of other bands playing and. Uh, all of my friends took Molly, and I was the only one who didn't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, shit. Because I really just wanted to be present for Vampire Weekend. <laughs> also, I was, like, obviously, like, a huge narc and uh, just didn't take it. I was just too afraid of <laughs> taking yeah, Molly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, had a lot of people, like, caressing my face. Oh, my God. Which was good. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Ugh. Um. Yeah, but they were really good. And then I think the last time I saw them was when they were touring Modern Vampires, and that was in Boston. How was that show? It was real. I mean, they're great. I have a lot of thoughts on what your ideas of the three albums are because yeah. you made me think about some stuff today with when you said when you made your comments. I I do have to ask you. You went to school in Baltimore. Yeah. Around what year? Uh. <laughs> I have no idea where this bit is going. I, don't know I just I was wondering if you know anything about what happened to my friend Heyman Lee. <laughs> <laughs> she was last seen in a Best Buy parking Wait, lot. Did you go to Best Buy parking lot? You? <laughs> I actually I did some name changing of my own. My name is Adnan. Oh shit! Oh, God. <laughs> you are receiving a call from <laughs> Stand by Your Band. What was her name again? The serial Sarah Koenig. Oh, <laughs> Tommy just ripped his headphones out, probably because he yelled too loud into them. <laughs> uh, that is pretty wild. Yeah. yeah, I think it's all connected. I think it we figured all... something out tonight about Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like a homeland, just like word association board somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> in your apartment. And they have a song called "Hey." <gasps> yeah, hey. Yeah, hey. Those were her last words. <laughs> This has gone too far. <laughs> I've heard of Yas Queen, oh but Yah Hey. <laughs> um, anyway, so <laughs> I just mostly wanted to ask you about that because okay. uh, we're trying to figure some stuff out about Great. my friend. But um, <laughs> when did you start feeling backlash about liking Vampire Weekend? Um, I would say probably maybe like the people who I was hanging out with when I was like, maybe like a junior in college or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, Vampire weekend had been out for a few years and their second album had just come out and they just yeah. thought that it was like more of the same. And interesting. I don't agree. I feel like Contra is such a, a departure from, uh, I do too. From the first album, it's way more experimental mm-hmm. than their self-titled, and just the vibe of it is completely different right off the yeah. bat. Because everybody talks about how their first album, the self-titled, is a ripoff of Paul Simon's Graceland. Sure, yeah. which it is. I yeah. didn't realize that. It's funny. I hadn't listened to Graceland. I don't think it's a ripoff. I'm not saying I it's a ripoff. It's, it's influenced. In, yeah, and but it's also influenced by like Peter Gabriel. And, sure, like I don't. It's know. like it's not fair. I think that. If something is influenced by something, it's fucked up to like accuse them of being like you ripped it off because it's and like also, not that the, Paul the sounds Simon aren't totally basically the same. ripped off all of African yeah. music. <laughs> well, it's like how when people watch Tommy McNamara, right? Yes. Yeah, it's exactly the same as Sinbad, <laughs> but 
He's not ripping him off. He's just doing the same material in a different voice. Did I've also guys, never bombed. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was gonna say, did you know Sinbad's never bombed? Oh, wait, no, he didn't steal that part. Um, <laughs> um, no, I have so, been trying to steal a toy. No. <laughs> like, that's what you think his comedy is, you sick fuck. <laughs> get out of the toy shop. That's uh, Schwarzenegger uh, telling him to get out of the toy shop. <laughs> He just made an entrance and exit very quickly. Our levels are all fucky today. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that I was listening to uh, I was listening to Paul Simon's Graceland. It's funny I hadn't heard Graceland before I heard Vampire Weekends. Really, I listened well, to heard songs from it. Yeah, but it wasn't stuff that stuck. It wasn't a thing that I in my house as a kid we listened to country music and we listened to Journey. And sticks, and then like, Whoa. oh my god, my stepdad just popped up on uh, Facebook. Oh shit, we should look into that later. That's oh. very weird. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, we would listen to like he would like listen to like ACDC and shit, but it wasn't like Paul Simon. We didn't listen to Simon and Garfunkel ever. Like I was like scripture in my house. I mean, I think cool families probably listen to that stuff. Um, but, you know, we were listening to country. It's not like there wasn't any cool stuff. My mom would listen to some, like, older country that was yeah. fun. I got into, like, uh, what, like, Reba McIntyre and Hell stuff, yeah. which is pretty sick. And then, uh, what's her name? Um, not, not, uh, who's the one who sings, uh, um, that don't impress me much? Shania Twain. I got into Shania. Oh, she was great. Who's She's the, not. These are not old country. Though. No, no, no. That's like not. Dolly I was, I was, I was yeah. looking for Dolly Parton. I thought yeah. you were going like to say like Patsy Cline. And you've been looking for her for Patsy years. Klein. Yeah, yeah. You kind of hang out around her estate. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Where is she? I should check in Dollywood. <laughs> it was Batman? Batman versus Pardon? <laughs> Pardon the interruption. Let's get back to uh, <laughs> talking about vampire. Week. No, I've I, we just didn't li- that it wasn't something that was like a part of in, in my house a lot. Yeah. So uh, Paul Simon also in a Woody Allen movie, just like Jim Belushi. Is that right? He's Nanny Hall. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cocaine that's right. scene. And he is just like Jim Belushi. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is in that. Oh, is it Annie that's Hall right. I think that was one of and his Christopher movies. Walken. And I feel like it's pretty much the same cast between Annie Hall and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty much <laughs> person for person the same movie. <laughs> I, uh, never mind. I tried to do a Ragnarok and roll joke on Douglas movies and woo, oh, it bombed. Really? I wasn't going to do it, but I was feeling it. I was having a good time on the show, and I was like, ah. This audience loves me. I can get away with anything. So I tried to tweet that barely worked, and then it bombed. I used to try and do a Vampire Weekend joke at a few open mics. Yeah? I used to say I looked like Vampire Weekend if they drank too much blood. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was very funny. Audiences disagree. (laughs) I do think that if Vampire Weekend had female counterparts, I would be first in line. (laughs) For (laughs) sure. <laughs> I, w- I want to say um, a couple things. Um, oh, yeah. So we were talking about the Paul Simon thing. I So I listened to Paul Simon's Graceland after listening to Vampire Weekend. And I love the first album a lot. Yeah. I, it's, it's the first thing I heard from them, like most people. Like, that's what got me into them was probably – I had heard A-Punk, A-Punk all over the place. Yeah. I loved Oxford Combo. What's that? Oh, is, yeah. It's A-Punk great. is still great. I still like Oxford Comma. Um I still listen to that. I still listen to that album. It's it's like a really good like summer. Oh yeah, exactly. Album. Yeah, and that's why I yeah 
I think the Contra is so different. I think of Contra as a winter album. I do too. I mean, I think obviously, it starts with horchata, in December, so drinking in, horchata. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think they're totally different albums, and I think that you can tell that they've that they have better producers on mm-hmm. uh, Contra, and that they've just like grown as musicians. And uh, yeah, I think I, I mean I love the self-titled debut and that's like what introduced me to them but i think contra is like a perfect album like i don't think mm-hmm. there's like an even a mediocre song on it on both of those i think it's on both of those albums there's like at least one song i don't like but i really yeah i don't like um, there's a there's a few it. songs on modern vampires that i can do without i and think the last two loves, songs kind of suck i think it has too many tracks i do too yeah. i think it's i think just like my friend the heroin addict <laughs> <laughs> <marks>. also okay <laughs> i really just didn't like that jonah hill was like tweeting about them a lot around the time mm. that it came out i was like oh, jonah hill's gonna fucking ruin vampire Weekend. <laughs> like he was literally like tweeting the lyrics to their songs oh like, no douche okay. The, okay so here's what i will say it, about uh modern uh modern vampires is i that i like fewer songs there there are more songs i dislike on that album than any other album from them yes but the songs i love on that album i love more than any other except for contra except for i think yeah. you're a contra the song oh i think okay. that's their best song oh wow personally okay. that's my favorite song of theirs but i get made fun of this a lot i like uh i love I think, music did i did I put... You I put think, it... Yeah, 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 you put that I on there. It's, it's and I was very happy with it. Favorites. I feel about it to what you're saying. I kind of like the way I feel about Life of Pablo, the Kanye album. I think there's too Absolutely, many songs. Yeah. I think there's songs I don't care yes. about at all that I'll never listen to again. Uh-huh. But the songs I love, I love. They I, are so good. So no I more going, parties in LA. Yeah, yeah. I was going back and listening to Modern Vampires because I don't revisit it a lot, mm-hmm. honestly. But I own it, of course. And so What do you I, own it on? <laughs> I own it Are on... Are you a vinyl? Are you a vinyl? I person? have it on vinyl, and I also have it on, like, CD. Damn. I, I love CDs. I love CDs. But also, I... Yeah, because I... Uh, when I lived in Massachusetts, uh, I would drive everywhere. So my mm. my parents' car had, like... <laughs> I was the same way. Yeah, I would drive around listening to CDs until I was 25. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. No, I like... Uh, it's funny. I have a... Uh, I have a national CD in my car right now that's like just like on. It's the only thing that plays when my aux cord breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my my girlfriend was like parking my car for me, and she was like, she had to drive around for a while, and she was like, "This sucks." <laughs> it's like your music sucks. It's like very sad and boring. And I was like, "That's what I like." I like but we were on a trip, and that song, that album, just kept looping. Oh I'm my sure god! It drove everybody Which crazy. one is it? It's a uh, boxer. Nice. I mean, it's uh, my favorite is uh, Trouble uh, Bridge find, Over Trouble. Find Me. <laughs> trouble Will Find Me. Oh, okay. Whoa, and also Bridge weird. Over Troubled Water, which is my favorite Clay Aiken <laughs> moment on. Simon and Garfunkel. So a song called The Boxer. <laughs> oh, weird. damn. Wow, this all comes back. Sarah Kane. I, I think we're about to find out who killed Haven. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, I, I'm so torn on this like album comparison thing. Let's really I just quickly. I didn't like how everyone I feel like they became super popular after Modern Vampires was released and uh-huh. that's when they were in like their vinyls were in every fucking Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters yes. yeah. They did turn into an Urban Outfitters band. I they also did. feel like I I feel like that first album was also in Urban Outfitters though. Maybe but, it started then, but I think it was after Contra because I remember being in a uh 
Hot Topic and seeing their shirts everywhere. Well, I was like, this isn't great. I mean, the for cover them. of Contra is so is iconic. It's an amazing so it's, picture. It's and that's the one they they got sued for got two sued million for dollars yeah. by the girl. It's pretty weird to take a picture of just some lady no. and make it your album cover. Yeah, that's yeah. So I guess she was like a model, and they just like found this Polaroid of her and liked it and used it for the cover without. Mm. And her daughter is the one who figured it yeah, out, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Damn. That would be so crazy to see your mom on the album. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty I wanted wild. to be her. I was I was mesmerized by her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, no. I, I just yeah. assumed it was like one of their girlfriends or something. No. She's super. I mean, she's yeah, a babe. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. It's just a cool picture. <laughs> it is a cool it's, picture. That's All my amazing analysis. Very, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very just like deer in the headlights. Yeah. It's really good. I wanna, I'm looking because the thing with Vampire Weekend that made them easy to like in the beginning, because this was, I mean, what, the first album came out in 2008, I believe. Eight, or so, yeah. yeah. So that was right around the time that I was very much like, oh, it was, uh, yeah, 2000, January 29th, 2008. Um, good call. Uh they were cool according to Pitchfork. And it was like that meant something to I like, a lot of people. I like never I never used to read Pitchfork. I yeah. never I I never did. I just I had some because uh, I was like going from a junior to a senior in high school and I uh-huh. had like a few friends who were at Harvard and they were like listening to Vampire Weekend and Ooh. I wanted to be them so badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, these people are genuinely good. So I was, yeah. Oh shit. I was obsessed with them. So they're, I mean, this is rare on our podcast. That's why I bring it up. Cause mm-hmm. not everybody gives a shit about Pitchfork, but, and the only Pitchfork that Tommy's worried about is that witch hunt that's coming after him. All <laughs> 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 <Well>, these, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, they got eight point eight on Pitchfork with wow. their first album, and their first album was them putting shit together. Like, yeah, everybody. This is what I kind of find annoying about the criticism of Vampire Weekend, and I was guilty of it too. I, even up until today, oh, that I they're fucking twenty one, twenty two. When they not were- that uh, that is also annoying, but yeah. I, a lot of music that I love is like that. Like Car seat headrest is like that, where the kid's like twenty two or some mm-hmm. shit like that, and he's I think he's yeah. brilliant. Um, Young Sheldon. Yeah, of course, Young Sheldon is brilliant. I think even better than Old Sheldon. <laughs> I think that Young Sheldon was a prodigy. Old Sheldon, get it together. Remember what brought us to you, that twinkle in your eye? <laughs> um, yeah, so many people are like, they're prep, like they are all, yeah. they're all born rich. And I was reading about them, and they're not. They they're like, not. they worked like, uh, Ezra Koenig was like working while he was making music. He was a teacher and yeah. shit. Like they, and then uh, I watched a video of uh, Rostam's uh, family, and they're yeah. like immigrants. I, I can't remember if they're immigrants. They might. Be. I think they are. I think though. they are. Yeah, and like they seem very interesting. I saw a really cute video of the, his mom like cooking and stuff. But she, one of them, is an artist, and like it's not like they came. They're not trust fund kids. Like the way no, that they're presented. I, I agree, to be. and I don't. I just think that that's a bad criticism of art. It's like, sure. I, you know, I hate the rich as much as the next kill person. the rich, kill the rich, <laughs> eat the rich. Um, but, uh, you know, to eat s- the rich, have uh, the middle class for dessert. Well, he said, eat the rich. <laughs> we, we were saying eat the rich. And then, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you're going to have a, you need a palate cleanser. <laughs> 
I guess. <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, like, I think it's like, yeah, it's a path of less resistance when you're obviously when when you're wealthy. I don't even think that they are, but I don't think that that's a. I think they're middle class. It yeah, sounds like exactly. upper, they might be upper middle, but they liked. I was reading about why they are the way they are because their music is very much like it presents this ideal of like. It's a lot of people that I like went to college with that I hated. Where yeah. I was like, "Oh, I get it. You're like, l- you don't have to work, and you're like, like your your life is easy." Yeah. And they present that without ha- actually being in it. And it's like, it is boat shoes, and it's like, yeah, being on campus and like being flirty and like, it's it's hard. Like it's it feels summery and light, and it's like no worries and shit like that and even they had a single uh ladies of cambridge that's like very much like that too which is another song that i love Uh but it's yeah there's like a lot of i would say the self-titled there's it's like very idealistic and it's well i was reading a little bit about how about walcott i didn't realize walcott's based on a character in a movie that ezra koenig wanted to make for like two days and that's called vampire weekend yeah Yeah. so Um, it's all like it's about a dude named walcott who has to like escape escape cape cod escape cape cod cape cod because there's vampires there so then when he's saying that uh don't you want to get out of cape cod he's talking about how all these places are shit show yeah. like oh. i always was like oh i get it he's like so is a ghetto <laughs> that line specifically i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> they might be a little bit much but uh yeah it's like it's a fiction yeah. and uh, it, it's a double uh edged sword because part of me ma- part of that makes me like them and then part of that makes me hate them because there are so many songs like on uh, Modern Vampires, there's a song called Hannah Hunt. Yeah, that was my favorite song of theirs forever. I love, I love hey Hannah's Witch my Hunt? girl. <laughs> Tommy, it's, they're not coming after you. You gotta. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah I I loved that song and I like I pictured it was about this relationship that went too fast or something like people rushed in and then they move and like they're trying to make it as romantic or whatever and then it's falling apart whatever it's i loved it and then yeah. i read about it and it they were it was like yeah hannah hunt that's just a lady like we didn't have anything <laughs> we thought it we just thought it was a catchy song or whatever no. and i'm like god damn it like i don't want to hear that i hate I, I hate reading that i thought i this is this is my criticism of modern vampires is that it felt sort of contrived like and just like it feels like this weird like death obsessed contrivance that i just don't want to listen to most of the time like i think some of the songs are really i really love like obvious bicycle uh-huh. uh and That's i love I, oh my god when hate the title but i love the song <laughs> when it came out i loved uh i think yahe was probably my favorite song me too yeah the, uh yeah the but way yeah, they go into the those metaphors are pretty heavy in the whole album yeah uh, yeah it's pretty heavy-handed where they're Diane just like young. god isn't real you're yeah. a dumbass uh <laughs> fuck you Diane <laughs> young's so catchy though i know it is diane young is really i gotta catchy. tell you i didn't figure out that diane young no meant diane young. <laughs> it was like six months and when somebody said i was like oh it made me not like the song as much honestly. it took me like 10 years to figure that out that Flo rida is florida <laughs> wait a second <laughs> um yeah i agree with that to some extent there's some of it that i love i just don't love uh young lion as a young lion. wait a I second can't find the... i just got wild e coyote <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's a wily coyote. Oh shit! <laughs> I just got bugs. I think I I got Bugs Bunny because he's like made out of bugs because <laughs> rabbits eat bugs. Man, we're figuring out a lot tonight. Because mine was. <laughs> This is actually like a truth or podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the kids play now. Instead of truth or dare, they play truth or podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go to Facebook to see uh, what some of the comments are. The garbage are fire on Ooh. Facebook. Actually, let me see what time we're at real fast. We should take a break and hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back on Stand By Your Band. Hey there, pissheads. Tom Takar here again with a reminder that Studio Headphones are our sponsor today. I have a pair of the Regent on-ear headphones that have 24 hours of Bluetooth battery life. Tommy has the Trey earbuds that have 9 hours and sound great. The Bluetooth works very well and is great for tough guys like me and Tommy who can't be tied down by cords or by women. Our listeners get a 15% discount at studiosweden.com with the promo code BAND15. Again, that is BAND15. Enjoy the rest of the show. We're back on Stand by Your Band, the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go do I it. I know again. that you, we, BAND15 is the promo code for our headphones. Yes. And that's because you wanted it to be PEN15. And they <laughs> said, you little boy, <laughs> you foolish little boy. <laughs> Pin 15 still gets me hard. <laughs> Just seeing that on a calculator. <laughs> Wait, you can't write pin 15 on a calculator. Well, on a graphing one, maybe. That's On, on yeah. your phone. <laughs> you can write pin 15 on your phone. Um, Do kids. I wonder if kids get to use the calculator thing on their phone in class. Probably not. I bet they do. The gra- I think they still use graphing calculators. It seems calculators. like a waste. They do. Yeah, because they can't have their phones. Yeah, but yeah. all the technology could be there, right? Yeah, it's oh, like a it waste could of be. Money. Like, it's just what they need to do is make phones that kids can't use for anything other than calculating. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, I should come out with that. Calcuphone by Tom Takar and Ken Bone. Ken Bone's Calculophones. <laughs> Calcuphone, the new scent by Tom Takar. <laughs> Calcuphone. Oh shit! Uh, we are back. We uh, we popped a bottle of champagne during the break. We sure did. Like we won a championship game. That's right. Uh, we felt it was appropriate since we're talking about uh, Vampire Weekend to sip uh, rosé champagne. I guess it's rosé. It's sparkling rosé, mm-hmm. but it's fancy. It's delicious. And in our defense, because we're talking about privilege and stuff, <laughs> I stole this. It so. is weird. Our chairs just transformed into Adirondacks. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. No, I didn't steal steal it. I was at a fancy show where these they were just had these. Tommy up for grabs. is wearing a Martha's Vineyard T-shirt. That's true. Yes. I'm wearing a Wellesley fancy College sl- sweatshirt, and I'm wearing a fucking Cubby's shirt and a, a fucking, monocle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a monocle Lewinsky. Um, yeah, we uh, we got to get to these Facebook comments, babies. There's some good ones today. Let's read them. Um, the uh, the first one I wanted to read was someone named Dan Seabury who was arguing with uh, with some with uh, Al, our buddy Alex Price who runs some fun shows in Indiana. Check those out. Look up Alex Price; you'll see his fun shit. Um, Alex was arguing that it's Paul Simon's Graceland over and over again, and then uh, our buddy Dan Seabury from Ohio said, "I'm just backing you." Oh no, he said uh, Paul Simon did say he liked them though. 
And then they're just synth pop fusing it with the world drum beats. And it's not that, you know, it's not like Paul Again, Simon was, it's yeah. Paul Simon's music is already derivative. So mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So Bill Gewurz, our dear friend out of Chicago, check him out. He's a great man. He's a piss head. Uh, he said, I love them because I think they make really good music. However, they first came out dressing like Republicans and singing about Cape Cod, and apparently it was a joke, but nobody, myself included, got the joke. Their second album is pretty boring and self-indulgent, but I thought Modern Vampires in the City made them pretty bulletproof and allowed basically everyone to admit they're great. Uh, you stupid piece of shit, Bill. Don't listen to the show anymore if you're going to say dumb shit like also, that. Also, re- I just <laughs> want to say that... Love you. Uh, it's a bipartisan style of dress. That's I would what agree. I, want to say. I would agree. <laughs> I'm, I take very, I take deep offense to it because I dress more like on a more or less on a daily basis, like all, the, all of them at their most most douchey. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't think of it as bipartisan until I, I saw you in boat shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. But I always thought of you as like a Republican type. Thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't really talk about your politics very often. <laughs> I think everyone I went to college with dressed like that, and not everyone was a Republican. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, you went to yeah, I you went, went to, to Holy, Holy Cross, Cross, very preppy. But yeah, just Tommy's Pre- Reddit I, friends are like that. <laughs> no, I went to like I went to a high school and a college that had like a lot of preppy liberal people. So mm-hmm. whatever, I, mm-hmm. I'm defending boat shoes for the rest of my life. I don't care. <laughs> well, but also Contra, Bill saying that Contra is not a, shut up, Bill. That's hey, Bill, Bill. I feel like uh, you're on blast, like a Hillary supporter right now. When I say this isn't about Bill, (laughs) (laughs) Contra is an incredible album. Go listen to White Sky again or Diplomat Son. You piece of garbage. Damn. I don't know. Horchata is so good. Horchata is really. I'm surprised you didn't put that on here. I mean, I know you had a lot to choose from. But you went heavy on the uh, the self-titled, and I thought that was very stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> Did I really? Did I pick mostly from the self-titled? Uh, that was unintentional. You know what? You might. I think it was close. I think you might I, have actually split it up pretty evenly. Only, I, I know that I only picked one from Modern Vampire. It's just yes. Unbelievers, right? Yes. Yeah, and you picked two from Contra. And so the, Which the is interesting, all... because that's maybe the most heavy-handed of the... I would, that's pretty heavy-handed, metaphor-wise. Contra? No, I'm Unbelievers, as a song. No, but yes. I'll tell you why Lyrically. I want to talk about it. I think it's a great song. We'll talk about it. Let's, Let's play talk it about Let's play it now. The, okay, yeah, we can play it I now. think people yeah. get annoyed when we talk about a song and don't listen to it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plugging it in. All right, so we're playing Unbelievers from Vampire Weekend's third album, Modern Vampire... <laughs> I fucked up by what I was saying. I'm drinking champagne. This song is so catchy, though. I love Uh, it. Got a little soul. The world is no, no place to be. Want a little walk, but who's gonna save a little one for me? We know the i 
Such a sucker for when that piano comes. No, in. it's so Ooh. fun. Oh yeah, beautiful. It is funny that it's so catchy, and it's like, you know, that when we die, nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love that fucking song. I, this was like a heavy jogging album for me, where it, like there are those albums where you're like, uh, we talk about the four ways to listen to music on this podcast <laughs> a lot. Tommy mostly, but um, <laughs> but. Uh, for running, this was the best album there's ever been. Yeah. Like for not every track, but not, Unbelievers, yeah. uh, Obvious Bicycle, and, and uh, Hey uh, or Yeah, yeah hey, hey. and um, there's another Everlasting one. Arms is very good. Everlasting Arms pretty good for it. Hannah Hunt was like a nice like slow, cool down one, and then uh, yeah, it's great. It's uh, there's a so, lot of fun stuff happening here. I picked Unbelievers, and it's not even my favorite song on the album. I actually think that when it first came out. Uh, Step was my favorite song. Step is the other one I was trying to think of. Step is really. Step is really. Step's great. The, all the lyrics are just say, places. <laughs> I, I'm glad you picked Unbelievers over Step because I do like Step. Step. I think you're. I think I felt the same way. I think Step and Yahe and uh, uh, Hannah. Uh, wait, Hannah, Hannah Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, those are my three faves right out of the gate. And the more I listen to uh, Step now the more I don't feel good. Like, yeah. I, there's something about it that feels, like, weird. I don't know. I the think it's the step, it you step weird. to my girl. Like, it sounds... Mm. All of it's a little strange. You like prefer the step up two. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Step up two, my girl th- two. <laughs> but I just felt like... I felt like everyone who loved... Because they played Unbelievers when they performed on SNL for, like, the third time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everyone was just, like... Obs- obsessed with this song and i was just like they can do so much more than this even though this is a great song uh yeah i picked it just because it was i had a sort of like peripheral group of friends who were just like so into they were just like oh my god a song about atheism yeah yeah i i think that that's a song that when people call them boring i'm like come on like, yeah how are you not having fun to that song the, a little uh, bit? the instrumentation's great the way they like pace it out is so good yeah really they've like clearly grown a lot as musicians and i have to say i've so i've gone to like a number of vampire weekend concerts and it is my safe space because it's the only place where i feel like i'm not like the worst dancer (laughs) that feels like an argument against them (laughs) it is yeah but you know i just want to keep it mine it's my place uh yeah but i mean it's it's so fun it's, it will be interesting to see what happens though because rastam is clearly the best musician yes of the yeah. group he and he has like such a huge influence on, on their sound well yeah none of that none of the, that drum kind of stuff would be happening yeah. and i don't know it, it'll be interesting to see what happens but. i don't i actually don't Funny. think i don't think chris is like a particularly good drummer. oh really mm-hmm. yeah but he has he has a lot of fun. I was just thinking, you said you'd be the best dancer there. Like, thinking about it. It'd be so funny if you just saw Richard Dawkins like <laughs> dancing along to this. <laughs> like, finally, some music I can relate to. The yeah, ghost, Bill Maher the ghost, yeah. the ghost of Christopher Hitchens just like breaking it down. He's just like, women aren't funny. <laughs> 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 oh, God. 
Uh, I know that the bloggers will disagree. <laughs> I'm not uh, afraid of Bill Maher because, um, you know, he's never you're white. No, because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't afraid yes. of Bill Maher. No, it's because, uh, you know, he's never hired a woman, so I'll never be hired by him. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, if you look, if you look at his writers, it is all of that's, that. I, I link people to that all the time. I link to the IMDb DB page of his writers going back like 25 years. And there is nary a woman in <laughs> wow, Nary is a great word. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate you bringing that to this podcast. Usually, Tommy's just to, up here talking about lapping up urine, and that's <laughs> as big of a word. But <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's pretty bonkers. But we're a pro Bill Maher podcast on here, mm-hmm. anti-Muslim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Unbelievers is great. I remember that was was that 2012? That um, what year was that? That one, uh, let's see. I was still in Bloomington. Then. Yeah, I think that was 2012. Because um, they like their discography, it, it like tracked pretty well with my time in Massachusetts. Like it was pretty like crazily. 08, 10, 12, I think. Mm-hmm. Which because so I went to yep. Massachusetts in correct. 2008, and I came back in 2012. So it was yeah. like perfectly my time as a person who like went to Cape Cod yeah. once a year. Like it was all dirty, so it felt like it was kind of. <laughs> made for me in that sense. I was gonna say uh, something similar, where it's like. Uh, I felt like the timeline of their album, like I was the first album is like right as I was getting out of college, and then like their that album felt very collegey. Yeah, I mean, they, they have sure. a song called Campus, yeah. and like it's so good though. It's, no, I love it. No, like, that's what I loved out of everybody. It. It's a time so piece. I read all the Facebook comments, and everybody is like jizzing themselves over Modern Vampires, and I'm just like. It's so uneven compared to their mm-hmm. other albums. Mm-hmm. It's really. It's. I don't think it's the co- least cohesive. Yes, for sure, and it's, yeah. you know, it's clearly like experimental, but it's like they just threw a bunch of shit at the wall, and again, I think it's two songs too many. <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I felt like, what a weird way to end an album that wasn't so. I don't know. I felt like it ended on such a low note. Of I just a song. hated I how much. I hated so how much, much everyone loved it because yeah. it was so glaring to me that they've done better i still loved it though i like i come from a place of like i think you can swing and miss on a couple songs if you create something that's so great with the other parts yeah. of the album and i think that that's what they did i think that uh i think that yeah even though it's like a little bit it might be what you're saying where it's like a little bit of them creating something that they think people want to hear yeah. and they're like uh oh, this is what the industry is looking for right now but I loved that song, and I loved, uh, yeah. I mean, I, we all did. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna. Obvious bicycle. These are all great songs. But I, I stand. I I was. They were, uh, a, a I picked unbel- and offended yeah. that you didn't put Hannah Hunt on here. <laughs> I picked Unbelievers just because, uh, not even because it's my favorite song on the album. It is a great song, but it's just like the song that everyone was talking about when it came mm. out, and it was the song that like everyone was obsessed with when they played it on SNL. Yeah. Did they play? Was Diane Young the other song they played on? I think on? so. I was pissed that that was the choice because it, it's not even top five for me on that yeah. album. And I like that out. I like that song, but it's not even top. It's Diane like, Young doesn't do it for me. There honestly. is that thing. There is that element of when I found out that that's what they were saying. Yeah. It's Diane Young. I was like, oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> even only the good Diane Young isn't about dying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about a young Catholic girl who won't put out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what all music should be about. <laughs> I think Give it I, up, uh, ladies. <laughs> one of the reasons I like them so much is they were like 
being in Boston at that time, they were one of the few alternative bands that I could listen to without being weird. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Like, okay. I could put on a Vampire Weekend song at a party, and no one would be like, dude, what the fuck is... Like, I remember putting on sure. Mountain Goats once, and my party was like, dude, do you want to fucking kill yourself or something? I mean, well... <laughs> and- that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> Mountain but, goats are definitely... No, that's yeah. what I'm living in right now. Yeah. But on the National, I'm getting shit. Exactly, yeah. But they were a safe alternative band I, to That's to. so funny. It, yeah. Like, even not... Uh, this isn't so... Oh, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm not from Boston like you fucking Southies <laughs> or whatever. But I... Uh, I've, out in Indiana, when we would have a party, well, you know, we'd get the goats together. They all we'd watch them fuck in the yard. And then are you sure I'd you're put on <laughs> and then I'd put on like uh, like a deep cut modest mouse. People are like, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? But I think that you can put on contra from beginning to end like at a party and it doesn't feel weird mm. except for the last so i think i think you're a contra let's listen yeah. to that real fast even okay. though i do think it's the perfect ending to this playlist uh yeah. and it's the one you gave us to it last but i think since i'm referencing now we should listen okay. to it uh this is maybe my favorite oh i think my this God, is my favorite so fucking good uh, vampire weekend song but this is the sort of shit i like Ugh. I had a feeling once That you and I Could tell each other everything For two months But even without hope With truth on a <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Connor. Happy birthday, Connie. Fuck you. What? I'm, oh, I said you were ruining the moment. I forgot that I said that. I was um, telling the song. So, I mean. It's a, I'm going to skip forward in a second. I'm the, transported. The part where it, like, uh, the part where it um, breaks down is, like, my favorite. Uh, like, the ending of the song. You have no idea how many times I contemplated getting a tattoo of lyrics from the song. <laughs> Perfect skip forward. Friends with pools, you're not a contra. You wanted rock and roll, complete control. This part makes me cry. Never pick sides, never choose between two. But I just wanted you. I just wanted you. Said never pick sides, never choose between two. But I just wanted you. I just wanted you. I think you're a country. Oh, all those noises. Sounds like there's like trees in the background or something. 
Tommy's looking at his watch because he's an emotional robot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of robots, I was reading about the new Ezra Koenig Netflix uh, anime show. Have you heard oh, about this? Yes. yes, I have. I have not watched it yet, but Jaden Smith is involved. Yep. It's like it's one of those things where it just seems like it's like a random name and fact generator yes. made what this it's is. It's so weird. It's like, oh, the Vampire Weekend anime show where Jude Law plays a robot butler. <laughs> It's like, wait, that none of that is real, right? <laughs> yeah, he's getting a lot of flack for it. And he's just like, we wanted it to be inspired by anime. It's not real Oh, anime. my God. Like, okay. And it's weird that he has Emma Stone playing all the Asian characters. <laughs> <laughs> Help yourself to more champagne, guys. That song, uh, you guys will be mad. It's, uh, it's not for me. It's a little, it's a I little, tell. it's a little too ambient. I like it. See, and we've talked like about it. this before. It's a difference like in our taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, there's a song that this this is. I mean, this song is 4:30, um, which is 10 minutes after uh, my favorite time of day. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> did you? Oh, did you finish it? That's okay. Just kill it. Hold on. Yeah, kill it. Do you want some more, no, Julia? No, no. Are you sure? Yeah. I poured accidentally way too much here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking. This is champagne talk. Champagne in, uh, talk. Caviar uh, podcasts. Caviar uh, dreams. <laughs> champagne for my real friend. <laughs> <laughs> no champagne for my Julia Claire friend. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, bless. I love that sort of shit. Uh, I mean, it has to go. It has to be the right kind, though. I don't like this animal collective shit. I could never get into that, and it's one of those bands. That everyone has always said you would love. No, and I bullshit. No, I, I they had, have they have like a few good songs. Yeah. I don't I don't like them. As long as we're doing our open mic jokes in here. I mean, Tommy used to use his old Vampire Weekend joke on hot shows and bomb, but I <laughs> <laughs> no, before I, Netflix and chill, I used to do hot shows and bomb. <laughs> I uh, I tried this joke. At, I I mean, I, it's not that I don't think this is funny. I've set this up enough, but it was about how like people talk about like uh, this, my brother posted something about liberal bullies, and I was like, the only liberal bullying I've ever gotten is people trying to get me to like animals. <laughs> like, like, no, you should like it. Like, <laughs> it's like I just don't. It's not. Mm. It's it's it didn't work for me. This, however, I think also just that ending, like yeah. when they lose all the instruments and then pick it back up. It's like a perfect bookend to the album it's great it's and that's also a closing of an album which i think if you go if you were just to listen to this on a playlist it wouldn't be right chronologically which is how you should Mm. obviously yes uh yeah it's perfect i love it i love it what there you go there we are okay hello uh not the vocals but sonically it reminds me a little bit of death cab for cutie I agree with that, and I love Death Cab for Cutie. I like Death Cab for Cutie a lot. So yeah. I, I feel like it's, them three it's, times. this song to me feels a little bit more. It's stylized a little more in a way that I like than Death Cab for Cutie. Like it's got a little bit more going on. The than vocals are way different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I and I prefer I prefer Ezra Koenig's uh, vocals to uh, Ben I probably Gibbard. Do too. I and it's tough because I love yeah. Ben Gibbard, but sometimes it's a bit much mm-hmm. for me with him. Ezra. I think his singing, his live singing has improved a lot. Like mm. the first time I saw him, it, I didn't think he was a good live singer. And I think he's like improved a lot because every time I've seen him since then, 
I thought his singing was much better. Like it was noticeable the first time I saw really? it. I was like, this is, I don't like this so much, but I think that he's much better now. I he like was a bit of a Florence. Uh, what was that Meryl Streep movie that no one liked <laughs> where she was bad at singing? Oh my God. With Hugh Grant. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mamma Mia? Yeah. Mamma Mia. <laughs> Have you guys Mama. heard the Neil McCoy cover of this song? Um, be a contra, my ass. <laughs> I won't be a I contra. Won't be a contra. <laughs> Unbeliever, my ass. I won't unbelieve. <laughs> That's a better one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's just keep going through the playlist. This yeah. is a good time. But that's but that's also a good example of um to Tommy's point, a good example of a song that not everybody likes. Because, if somebody said that was boring, because I it's get so it. it's so kind of like drawn out and heavily stylized. Mm. Uh I agree. So that's another reason why I picked it, because it's another one that yes. is a little polarizing. No, this was get this. This was a good playlist, in my Thank opinion, you so much. because it's Thank got you. it's got a good spectrum on it. You cover a lot of bases, um, and you know some people like don't get songs like "I Think You're a Contra" because they're stupid. But, like, <laughs> 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 you know, I found out about Vampire Weekend is uh, I was working at a janitor. I was working as a janitor over at MIT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone had written the lyrics to this song on the blackboard, <laughs> but they couldn't figure out the ending. And I walked up and I wrote, uh, Contra question mark? <laughs> I think you're a blank. That's all it said. <laughs> and then, Not you, Ezra. <laughs> You've got a future in front of you. I don't want to see you down at the Lumberyards. <laughs> I want to see you down at Hyannisport. <laughs> As a ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go in the order of what you got here. Uh, Mine is that. So, uh, Diplomat song song was what you uh, Timlet's son is what you sent us first. I can't, when I typed it in earlier, I typed I typed in Diplomat song too. <laughs> uh, Diplomat son, I fucking love this song. This is on Contra. This is uh, this is my favorite song of theirs. This oh, wow. is a great song. <laughs> This is like a nice bridge between albums, I feel like. Because this feels a little bit like... It does. The self like but the it's self-titled. also like... Yeah. Fun. It's fun, but it's also just a little bit more evolved. It's not right. But it's now or never. if I wait, could I forgive myself? This song's fun. 
I mean, I mean, I love the line to offer it to you would be cruel when all I, I want to do, do is use you. you. I mean, that's fucking great. Uh, and it's gay. This <laughs> <laughs> is about a gay relationship. Yeah, last I night I smoked a joint. When, found myself in bed when I when woke, I woke up, up. He you was, was gone. gone. Yeah, I I had a moment uh, when I realized that it was like a about a male relationship. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's so sick. This is in the eyes of God. <laughs> <laughs> this is unquestionably my favorite song of theirs. All three albums. I like literally. There was a point in time where I was like, this will be my wedding song. Like wow. I love this song so much. It is my go-to. I've listened. I probably listened to the song more than any other song in all of music. Damn. Oh wow! I love this song. It's very fun. I understand. Um, it's so. It's I like I said. I think it's a good bridge. I think it's like it's poppy, but it's also like it's just got more elements. I feel like yeah. than the other albums did, and it's like, and you're just like, he was a diplomat's son. He was a diplomat's son. <laughs> he was eighty-one. What else do you want? <laughs> That just reminded me, just to tie something together that I was talking about earlier, is I remember uh, a few friends and I were listening to The Decembrists on the Bus Mall, which is a great song. Yeah, yeah. And I pointed out that it's about, uh, like, teen gay prostitutes. Yes. And one of the Boston guys goes, that makes me not like it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I was a teen gay prostitute. (laughs) You know how I feel about stuff like that. It takes me back. Oh eh. my god, truly, yes. Go socks. <laughs> the best and brightest of our state. Uh, just a bunch of That's probably that was probably my dad like thirty years ago. 100%. I was hanging out with your dad in college. Honestly <laughs> My dad is still around. He's he doesn't move well, but he's around every college campus. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's listen to A Punk. This is maybe the song this that might started be their it most all known yeah. song, yeah. Farrell and John C. Riley are about to be funny. This is Step since I think people know it. People know it. Yeah. This one's so fun, though. I mean... It's those liberal elites we know and love. I love them so much. I feel like the nice thing about this song is, like I said, this is probably their most popular song. It I is. Mean, it's the one that, like, it was used in a lot of shit. Like, you would hear it all... This in Oxford comma, you would hear all mm. the time this oh, year. actually... Oh, fuck. I forgot to mention that the, one of the reasons why I chose Unbelievers is because... Th- th- a-Punk is not their most popular song. On Spotify, their most listened to song is Unbelievers. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not surprising to me. Yeah, I guess also, I mean more but like this, this is, what this is like off. This is the song that introduced... That might be a recency bias, too. That's true. Probably. I want to see the listens, but my Spotify is not working. Oh, here we go. Here we go. A-Punk. No, A-Punk by 
50 million listens. Really? Why they did they just rank that? them? They put the number. The numbers yeah. are not oh, always. Okay. is 61 million. A-Punk is 115 million. Okay, well then that makes me happy. Unbelievers because... is the next highest, but it's down by 50 okay, million. Okay, well that's good because uh, A-Punk is a better song. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean A-Punk I love is great. A-Punk, A-Punk is great. It's like so fucking catchy. The, yeah, it's so simple. A-Punk it's is so, so simple good too. that there was a minute where I was skipping it just because on the... When I... When this was the only yeah. album, I was like, I'm going to skip A-Punk right I, now because I've heard be, it so I did, much. I did but because now I it's listen. like I can go back and listen to it. And I'm like, I still love it. Yeah. It's still fun. Yeah, like, it's, it's still a great, it's a it's a great time. I felt so, like Cousins on Contra was like a lesser A-Punk. Yes, mm. for sure. Cousins, I remember. But it's still fun. It being the video, and I was Cousins annoyed. Is, uh, the one where it's like, cousins, be good to Dear your dog. Aunties. <laughs> cousins, be good to your cousins. <laughs> the worst song. Cousins will act like you do. Just act like you do, like yeah. because it's nothing. Cousins take baths together, grow up to be assholes what, together. What are, gonna, what are you gonna rhyme with baths together <laughs> oh i'm so lost i have no idea where they we flock are like birds together <laughs> no that didn't together i meant birds of a feather <laughs> i rhyme together with together which is not good um all right. A-Punk's great. Uh, A-Punk is a good song uh every instrument is fun in it the drum yeah. beat's really fun the bass part's great it's just, it's a perfect pop song. It is. It's so good. It it's, was such a it's good... It's short, and it's like snappy, and all the instruments yeah. are great. It's, it's amazing. Fun. I love it. It was a great coming out party yes. uh, for them, which is what Tommy boycotts when his friends do. <laughs> coming out parties. Did it, you get that, Tommy? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> call me by your name, my ass. <laughs> I, won't I, call me by, I won't call I me won't by call your name. me by your name. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to tweet that. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have two call me by your... Oh, wait, no, your other one's a different... Your other one's uh, what we talk about. What it, uh, that's yeah. great. You got a Paul F. Tompkins retweet this week. Tommy, yeah. Tommy sent me the screenshot of Paul F. Tompkins retweeting him, and he said, this is my code. <laughs> I also got a big bag of popcorn for some reason. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins Twitter. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one is Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. So good. This might be the most Paul Simon-esque. Yes, for sure. That's why I picked so it. Great. Yeah. Well, I picked it for a few reasons. As a young girl, Louis Vuitton, with your mother, on a sandy lawn, as a sophomore. Thank you. 
That's a great song. Yes. Feels so unnatural. Ripping off Paul Simon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, this is so good. So this song is like, I feel like a microcosm of what people hate about them in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. One, because of how like derivative it is, obviously, as you said, but also it has like a lot of weird references in the lyrics, yeah. which is like in campus they have this one line it's like spilled kefir on your kefia which is like who the fuck knows what that means back then i didn't know what kefir was until like yeah. a year ago yeah. <laughs> Ari also- kefir is the guy who made fun of that girl with one arm right That's i didn't right. she had a uh, okay an, what do you call it a probiotic deficit <laughs> i didn't know until very recently that they were saying do you want to fuck like i know i do i thought they were saying do you want to fall i thought fall i I thought they were saying fall and i thought fall meant fuck i literally i said fall i thought it was fall until i'm not kidding you until i looked up the lyrics to the song like a week ago interesting uh, (laughs) we have to listen back Uh, there's a thing about uh the weezer song tired of sex where rivers cuomo said he tried to like purposely make it hard to understand because he was thinking about his family listening to the lyrics (laughs) so he was like trying to kind of mutter the stuff about sex in it which i feel like this is kind of too i do that with my jokes about cum (laughs) (laughs) like hey do you want to come (laughs) where is the (laughs) what's the deal with (laughs) yeah this song is kind of like i I read this article i don't know if you guys read it it was about uh children's music uh fuck that was it It was about like people who make children's music videos on youtube oh yeah there's all these algorithm things they try to hit because it's like kids will search things with this so it'll be like a reference to spider-man a reference to suicide squad a reference so they'll try and like fit it all in to try and hit as many as they can and I feel like yeah. this is kind of that for like Nantucket. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, <laughs> we're going to say Louis Vuitton. We better say sweater. We better yeah. say Peter Gabriel. Like they try and hit all the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Gabriel did a cover of this song for AV oh, Club. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's listen really quickly back to that part uh, where they say fuck. Because I have okay. never been able to hear it before. I have it queued up. It's, fuck that. I know. It sounds like <laughs> fall. Do you want to fuck? It's, it's, but it is, do you want to fuck? It, it does sound like me cussing as a kid. I'd be like, that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that so that you feel like God's not mad at you? <laughs> My favorite podcast. Is, that's fun up. Mark Maron's What the Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, What the Fuck? <laughs> Do you remember on SNL when Jenny Slate said, "Fuck"? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, all right, so let's go on to Walcott, yes. which is also. I think from this is my this. favorite Vampire Weekend. This song. one is so good. I want to start it from the very beginning. Okay, here it is. Oh fuck! What, what a, right what a beginning! Start, start that's why I had to start. That's yeah. why I had to start from the beginning. That beginning is nice place to start. Thanks. 
this it's funny because I this playlist is so tough for me because it's the it's this is my favorite band that we've done on the show so far. Yeah, by far, this is my favorite one we've done so far. Like of the bands, like this is one that I truly love. Yeah, I mean Coldplay is like a band that I know a lot yeah. more about because I was obsessed with them mm-hmm. as a kid. But this is my favorite one that we've done. It's like if we did Modest Mouse, I would yeah. be that would be yeah. my favorite one. But this is a band where I'm like I spent so much time listening to them. I so it's loved, hard to like yeah. cut off each song because I'm like I know what's about to happen. <laughs> and I, don't I know, let it, yeah. and I love. So that song, that's the song that they close all their concerts with. Ah. And that's another reason why I picked it because it is like such a great closer. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and like everybody just gets up and is like going crazy as much as, you know, a stadium full of white people can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but everyone's lifting their tabs exactly. in the air. With a Vineyard Vines koozie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Yeah, and I also, that's another thing about their self-titled that I loved so much is the use of strings. They How had, do they do that live? What do they do for that live? They have like violinists. They have a violinist. Stuff, stuff. Yeah. Oh, um, awesome. And especially I just the watched first the time, video of them doing it live. The, it's fucking fun uh it's so fun it's just it's the most fun it's Hell yeah like when they every time they close on that it's just like everyone goes nuts because it's obviously it's such a great song and it just from beat one yeah. just gets you going it's so fun right it's away so fun. it reminds me of there's a stroke song that starts out like really quickly like that and they, they both make me feel like that where i'm like ah we're in it yeah. <laughs> it's so good yeah um, it, it's rare to find a song where you're immediately from the first yeah. five seconds. You're like, mm-hmm. I know I love this song. Yeah. Like that one is great. It's funny. Cause I wanted to give you shit about like, uh, about picking so many vampire, like that, that album song. Yeah. But that is, I mean, that was, that's great. I mean, even cause to me, it's like, I, I put Hannah Hunt on this list just so, uh, I could listen to it for a second, <laughs> but uh, we don't have to play it. We're already, well, the story is, Walcott is just like so great because it puts me anyways. It's very much like a place in time song. And it was one of my favorite songs on the album when it came out. And yeah, I'm really into it. I love it. I still love it. It's so good. It's, I mean, Walcott, Walcott is like the most fun song. Yeah. I like Walcott way more than A-Punk. Really? I I think it's so much more fun. Um, I think it's like way more dynamic than A-Punk. Absolutely. I think that's what I like more about it. But I think that's why A-Punk is like so You don't have to listen to this. I just put it on the background. (laughs) I wanted to hear it. Uh, I put on Hannah in the background. I think A-Punk was like such a good introduction for everybody to them because it's so simple and it doesn't like give away all of their, all of what they can do. But it's also Mm -hmm. super catchy. A punk, a <laughs> punk, a punk. See, it's a middle ground. <laughs> right, sure. I think uh, the Strokes and Vampire Weekend are interesting to talk about together. They talk about that a lot in uh, Meet Me in the Bathroom. Yes. The great oh, this yeah, is yeah, what yeah. Kevin Lopkovich, our dear friend, was writing about. It's, uh, but... An incredible read. That yes. I, uh, but Vampire Weekend kind of came out right as the Strokes story is ending a little bit mm-hmm. and people kind of hate them but it's funny because julian casablanca is, is was an insanely rich kid but it was looked at as like this really cool new york guy exactly that's what i'm saying yeah. because he didn't because they wore leather jackets you know what I mean? he's, I gotta tell he's you, dirty <laughs> i have a lot of fucking thoughts on the strokes because it's like that i, I, lo- I so love I, have the an, I love the strokes too i do too 
But fuck that, man. I just hate, like, I hate that it's like your strokes are bust and it's like they're cool. Like, because they were only cool for a second. It's like, I feel like it was such a flash in a pan where it's like, mm. then they, it's like, why were they not sustainable? I mean, yeah. you know that better than I do because I haven't read that book. It's a great book. I need to read yeah, that yeah. book. I'm going to read that book because we get a lot of comments where it's like, oh, Tom hasn't read that fucking book. He's an idiot seen, in music. <laughs> have you seen them live? I've seen them live the stro- once. I've seen yeah. the strokes twice. One time, one of the best shows I've ever seen. The other time, they were so fucked up, they could not play. Really? And, uh, the Fuck. bass player fell over during the show. Wow. Passed Shit. out. They had to stop playing. And, uh, yeah, it was a scene. Man, I he said that he they pulled him away and said he had the flu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I was at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago and I spent uh, a lot of money on the tickets. And, Fuck. Uh, it was a I, I saw them live. They would great. never do that to yeah, you. Yeah, they wouldn't. That was yeah, because the they're like weirdly like straight edge or whatever. Which is, I will say I don't like that. There is a quote in that book. something weird about that. He that says something like. like, not this word for word verbatim, but something to the effect of like, I just think playing music's the greatest buzz. <laughs> like something like oh, that. Boy. Like, oh, boy. No. Uh, okay. But I mean, yeah, they, they aren't well, like Ezra, straight Ezra edge. Also, in the straight edge sense, but. I mean, yeah, they're not actually straight edge. But. I, I mean, I don't want, I don't need my musicians to be like pill heads or whatever <laughs> either. <laughs> I do normal. actually. That's normal. where you and I differ. <laughs> I, I definitely do. I want <laughs> like my a bass head. musicians <laughs> to love Tylenol. <laughs> um, no, but Ezra, I think Ezra produced. Didn't he produce Hold Up on Lemonade? No, I don't know. Is that know. true? I did not know that. I'm almost positive. Wow. I'm going to look it up here. The last thing I looked up was Richard Dawkins. I think you're thinking of he had a lemonade name. stand <laughs> <laughs> that he used to raise money for the first album. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he wow. has a writing credit on Lemonade for the song Hold Up. Yep. That's crazy. That's wild. He submitted a packet. See, women can't do anything on their own. It <laughs> <laughs> would be so funny if Beyonce won the Grammy, but they sent him up to accept it on her back. <laughs> uh, we should wrap this thing up. That was the playlist. Uh, I had Hannah playing in the background. Wait, can we playing. listen to the last minute of Hannah Hunt? Because yeah. it's so good. Right? Thank you. I'm glad that you like it in my head. I, I like Hannah. I just don't like it as much as you do. I, I know that... The build-up makes it, but the last minute is perfect to me. No, it's amazing. And I think even without the build-up, it's so good. This part. Yes. Yep, you're right. This, this again, they have the ability to make me cry in a way that, like, few bands can. This build-up is so good. I've cried at every one of their concerts I've been to. (laughs) And I don't have emotions, so. Oh, It just keeps. Uh... God damn, it's so good. You, though we live on the U.S. dollar, me you and, and me. you and me, we got our own sense of time. It just fucking destroys me. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Their lyrics. Ah. See, that's one of the things I love about them is their lyrics, especially on the first album. Their lyrics are again very like reference heavy but i love that like that, i, I think love that lyrics. is what i like about i think that's why people give the third album such reverence yeah because i think lyrically the third album is their best yeah but maybe. i do think that i mean the the second album also is fucking right up there no actually well part of the reason why diplomat song is my favorite song of theirs is because i think it's 
lyrically their best song. It might. Be, it's so good. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, this one, it's even like... Gun yeah. to your head. Yeah. Modern vampires, modern family. Which do you pick? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pick one. Gun and to my head. all the cast of Modern Family dies if you pick. Yeah, think about it. Oh, this. shit. <laughs> even that little boy. <laughs> <laughs> gun to your head immediately pull the trigger <laughs> you said you asked get depressed first that gun to your head that sounds sick <laughs> um tommy uh i'm i'll take the lead on this one since i feel like i've put that on you a couple times recently i am going to give this a 5.9 out of oh six. my god 5.9 wow. out of six. what's I'm the point one off for not putting Hannah on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's honestly, um, I think that it was, I think if you put horchata on here over a song, it's, it's only because I feel like if someone else were to come on and do Vampire Weekend and then give me a playlist that had a couple different songs, even though I love these songs, I would have to give it a six. Really? So I'm giving this a 5.9 only because Horchata's, I need that point. Horchata is my A punk and that I skip it. Mm. I love horchata so much. Uh, I love it too. I've listened to it. So Lips many and times teeth before. to ask how your day went yeah. is like such that's a like good, uh, that's leg day for me. I skip it every week. <laughs> <laughs> and arm day. <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> I haven't been to a gym in two years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, according to Jim, we we should go see the new Jim. Woody Allen movie. Oh my god! Have you heard of Vampire Weekend, Jim? <laughs> it's crazy that they're gonna have a laugh track in this Woody Allen. <laughs> oh, uh, so what do you give it, Tommy? What do you give this playlist? I, I gotta say, I uh, I love Vampire Weekend, and uh, <laughs> it's a real wonder wheel of an album, and uh, <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, I think I love this band, but the uh, playlist, uh, there was a couple that weren't for me, so I'm going to go 4.3. Damn! What the fuck? 4.3? <laughs> you sick piece of shit. That's not me. That's Woody. Oh, that was Woody. <laughs> me, I'll go. 4.3.5. 4.3. I love Vampire Weekend. I didn't I didn't love the- You didn't uh, like my choices. It's about I me. I don't love Diplomat Son, and I don't oh love- Oh, my God. Uh, you don't you like Diplomat Son. bitch. Well, it's a gay anthem, and you know how Tommy oh, is about this stuff. He's a religious- this <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm saying with this coming out party. He <laughs> I can't believe, it. like, yeah. See, that's it boggles my mind when someone doesn't like love Diplomat Son. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess this is our relationship now. This is why this is why the Democrats won't win. In 2020. <laughs> my favorite thing is when people take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, what would you give this playlist? Uh, out of six. Uh huh. Why is it out of six? Because there's six songs. You're rating oh, the playlist, okay. not the band. Okay. Yes. Um, I would give this playlist a six out of six. Okay, good. good. <laughs> Some people don't. It's Some very people. weird. Yeah. Uh, before we end this episode, let's uh, let's we're gonna save the Patreon one for next episode. Okay. Because this one's already it's so late. Long. It's like one a.m. It's very late. So I, I will say our. <laughs> It's 1 a.m. I must be almost lonely <laughs> in a couple hours. Lonely it is truly it is truly so late. How are we up? Lonely do you guys have to work tomorrow? I drink coffee. I have to wake up at 7.30. Not too bad, but so. Do you do you have a long commute? Uh, I have to go to 46th and 5th. Fuck Damn. off. How? 
Yeah, and I'm probably going to go see Coco tomorrow, so I should probably be <laughs> oh, up. <laughs> You're in love with the Coco. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's just end with that. Uh, this has been a fun time. Julia, thank what you a, so much for coming time. on. a fun time. Thank you guys very much for um, having me. Is there anything we would like to promote, Julia? Yes. Um, when is this going to come out? Uh, this Wednesday. Wednesday. This very Wednesday. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, then. Uh, <laughs> <Whoa>. I... <laughs> you have Twitter and stuff? I do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, my Great Twitter. Oh, thank you Very so much. Uh, my Twitter is ojuliatweets, O-H, Julia Tweets. I do a lot of great work on there. Get retweeted by Joe Scarborough every now Ooh. and again. So. Damn. <laughs> and which one of the Scarboroughs is he? <laughs> no, I got, I got retweeted by him once and got just a shitload of Trump supporters in my, in oh, my mentions damn. immediately. Wow, because they hate him too. Mm-hmm. So they hate, that's good. Jay, they hate <laughs> Joe Scarborough too. I just got a tweet that said, "I'm not sure how I feel about Tom Picard's Conan performance. I'll have to check out Tommy McNam's other podcast, Stand by Your Tom Picard, <laughs> for his analysis first. <laughs> Kidding aside, great set on Conan. And that was Thank Richard to, Spencer. <laughs> Thank you to Richie, Richie Spence. Always good to have new fans. <laughs> Richie. <Spence>. Yeah, <laughs> his his bio just says, "Stop punching me." <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a show December 21st I'm at so Caroline's my half Broadway. Birthday. Tommy's half birthday, less than a month from my real birthday. Comes well, you don't say from when it already happened. Yeah, but from it, it's in 11 the months post, from your birthday. Yeah, but I turned, you know, I turned 30. This is a big one. That's true. Let's celebrate it for a couple months, I say. Damn. That's what I say. Um, yeah, so December 21st, 9.30 p.m. at Caroline's. We have Mark. Ormond. We have Joel Kim Booster. We have Mike Leibovitz, who you should check out. <laughs> Mike Leibovitz. Might be the funniest person. He's the funniest person. He's very funny. He's super funny. We uh we and we'll have a few more people on that. We're gonna be doing guilty pleasure sing alongs. Come check that out. Check out our Patreon for our bonus shit. For, to hear our damn stand up from Chicago yeah. and uh worst song on Spotify. Uh we've got a bunch of cool shit coming on there. And you know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to plug? Um, I know you guys are planning your marches right now. So March 13th, I'll be headlining Carolines <laughs> on Broadway. Is that right? Breakout, baby. Hell yeah. Wait, when do we have... Oh, it's February that we have... Uh, we'll we'll yeah, be yeah. in uh, Cape Cod. So start planning your trip to New Hell York yeah. for March 13th. Congratulations, yeah, dog. Congrats, that's amazing. Buddy, that's check great. that out. Man, that's awesome. Um... I am uh, I'm trying to think if there's one. Oh, come New Year's Eve to see me at old Caroline's on Broadway. Ooh, I'll be Fun. at the Comedy Attic on New Year's That's Eve. That's right, you will. Oh, my Man. God. I'm trying to think if there's anything I can one-up Most you with. Place. Oh, check out. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, you know what? Well, check out my. <laughs> check out uh, my Conan because. And, no, but do. And argue with <laughs> that guy. That who, and uh, also, definitely go see Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I wrote. thank you guys for listening keep pissing (laughs) (laughs) bye